Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener. You'll have ad-free episodes and join us on our monthly Zoom calls with other podcast listeners and get to know the community at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes. It's all about fast forwarding through being applicable right away. So incubator is all about incubating ideas. Accelerating is about giving you money to do the ideas. For us, it's like hyperated. Bring the community together. Bring the people that are going to make it happen. Don't wait for money because the people are going to want what they want. I'm Alex Bloomberg, host of the podcast Startup, and you're listening to We Are LA Tech. To get text alerts when new episodes come out, text 310 872-2423. That's 310-872-2423. Welcome back to the We Are LA Tech podcast. So excited to be in the studio with two people who have made an extraordinary movement towards uniting the community of heart-centered leaders here in Los Angeles. And I think it spreads across beyond Los Angeles now. They'll let us know, as well as innovators in virtual reality. Hello. Hey. hey. Hi, Spree. Hi, Spree. Hey. And everybody, we are LA Tech. <laughs> Hello, we are LA Tech. <laughs> so go ahead and introduce yourselves and then tell us a little bit about all the ongoings you have. Hi, I'm Jude Bellinger uh, with the Hyperator. That is our VR virtual reality innovation labs, uh, which is the sponsor for Heart Centered Tech. Hi, my name is Charlie Tran. I'm also a founder of a Hyperator and Heart Centered Tech. Heart Centered Tech uh, literally started um, while Charlie and I, when we first met in Egypt, we were on a boat ride down the Nile on a yacht cruise. And uh, randomly, we had both gotten double occupancy, and we both kind of went on a single trip. We were both at different transitions in our lives with stuff happening with where our work was taking us. However, we were at the point where when you go into these amazing temples and the Great Pyramid, and we did it with a world peace leader in Egypt, Mohammed Namzi, and he works a lot with Israel peace in Egypt. And so there's a lot of talk about world peace Um, what we can do to contribute, um, amazing things that happen on this boat ride down the Nile. And while we were there, we were talking about how the tech scene was just about how much money can you make? And, you know, the whole Silicon Valley, like, let's cash in and all that money. And we just felt that, you know, these tech events in L.A. as L.A. was growing was kind of missing heart. And we kind of, you know, looked and said, hey, we both in this area, Santa Monica, Venice, met amazing people doing really cool social community things and social good and utilizing tech to bring people together and create a better place. And that seems maybe a little corny, but it's what was happening. And so, Charlie... what year is this? This was about three, three and a half, four years ago. 2014? 2014. Beginning of 2014. It was like a February trip. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we decided, uh, like, well, we're in LA and what's so cool about being in LA is like the Oscars and the red carpet and entertainment. And as we kind of, uh, re Charlie has, uh, he's great with intention and reinventing things. So he was like, wait, why don't we just reinvent the award show? So why don't you talk about how we reinvented, reinvented it and how the award system works? 
to acknowledge these amazing leaders that are doing great things. Mm-hmm. And let's t- also talk about, if we could jump forward for a second, talk about the output that it creates. So mm. at the end of the day, years later, you have all these incredible people who focus on community building and lead from the heart. And then what happens? Like, how does that enhance positivity worldwide? So um, my experience is I was at Disney and when I was coming out of Disney, it's all about telling stories, right? But what was really tough for me is working at Disney, but I didn't know my local community. And that's why when I went to Egypt and I met Jude, he was telling me about the Silicon Beach uh, community. And that was something new to me. In 2014. In 2014. So by the time I came back and I was immersed in the, the culture, I started to notice that there's a lot of amazing people doing amazing things. But what we tend to focus in the media is just, how much did you make? How, what is wrong with our society? What, is, what are the problems? No one talks about the people making do, good things. People right, right. are actually actively trying to help. And then their business is also focusing on that purpose. And that's kind of where we started with um, finding amazing people like U.S. Free and um, Howard, our first recipient, where they were doing amazing, um, amazing projects in the community and they were helping people. Actually, people were changing their lives because mm-hmm. of what they're going through. Well, Howard was actually saving lives. Yeah. Um, he owns a patent to grow all he, your body parts. Howard part. was, Leonhart, was the first recipient. Uh, first yeah. recipient, yes. He was the first recipient. Um, we had, I had done some, I had a show called Silicon Beach on Blip TV. Um, it got to 60,000 people globally before it was aggressively taken over, <laughs> um, consumed by Disney. Um, and it was an educational show for a little while. Uh, but the first person that received the award was Howard Leonard. And one day, uh, he's with Leonhardt Ventures. And I had witnessed someone that flew in and actually met him for lunch. And he actually grew his heart valve back uh, through stem That's cell technology. Insane. And, you know, when he saw Howard, it was like really an emotional moment. Mm-hmm. And to see this man go, because of you, I'm alive. Right. And, you know, I, I said, Howard, why, you know, you should be getting awards for this. And because it's, you know, a little sketchy stem cell, um, he doesn't, he won't ever get a Nobel Peace Prize, maybe in the future, but not now. And so we decided to have like this award show for him and give him kind of a pseudo Nobel Peace Prize. Right. So we had a beautiful luncheon at the Annenberg Beach House and we gave him an award and he took the award and he said, you know, I really feel that I couldn't have done this without people around me to support me. And I'd like to pass this award on to someone. And we're like, no, no, not right now. You can at least hold it for at least a a month or so. So he actually decided that this should be passed on peer to peer and the people that get the award should choose who should get it next. And so he also suggested we needed to have a feminine leader as well. (laughs) And so we all sat down and said, who is having the most impact on community in the Silicon Beach area and pulling the tech community together? And we we kind of looked at who was out there doing things and what is this We Are LA Tech and what's going on with this, these events and, you know, the energy that you have, Esprit, and what, what you're doing. And it's just, you're just like the cheerleader for tech. And it's so hard in tech to launch your company and make things work and get things happening that at the time you were like, and still a motivational person for people that are really trying to get their entrepreneurship off the ground. Thank you. So we, we kind of, we met and we all voted and you got <laughs> voted in. And so we I got voted on the Island, you guys. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
So we ended up um, deciding to have a beautiful event. We had a wonderful sponsor in Beverly Hills offer us her a beautiful home, and we had a beautiful event. And then yeah, you got your award there, and then you were able to pass your award off as well. And and I obviously, you guys know, I talk about her all the time. The most wonderful entrepreneur and female leader, Cam Kashani. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, uh, it has to go to Cam. Yeah. And Cam received the award. And now we are up to 28 people. If yeah. you go to heartcentertech.com, you can see all the Heart Center Tech leaders. That, and yeah, amazing that, that the senator like recognized that. That was crazy. Um, yeah, yeah. Last, last December, um, we were recognized by the state senator, Ben Allen. Um, also, um, it just kept coming. I mean, um, we got a congressional award from um, Congressman um, Ted Lieu. Um, we got a s- assembly legislature award from the state legislature. Um, we've had the mayor come to many, a couple of our events already. And so we got a mayor award last year. And we just recently got another mayor award for the new mayor. So we're definitely being followed for what we're doing. And I think it was because we're bringing to light um, – community. And, you know, we started out with videotaping and interviewing everybody with it. And we put all the interviews together and the one, you know, there's some common traits that came out of the interviews. And the one thing we found most valuable is when we were asking like, what's your success? What is heart centered to you? Every single heart centered tech leader said, we focus on a community. They all said community. And I think that, you know, if you're trying to run a business, you have to focus on community, whether it's how to treat your employees or the people around or whatever. So, you know, it's interesting. So, And I where can people explore Heart Center Tech more? So right now we have a website where you can kind of read and learn about each of the leaders. And then we are excited to actually present at Which the Beach Which is heartcentertech.com. Heartcentertech.com. That's E-D. Uh, that's <laughs> <laughs> heartcenteredED tech.com and yeah you can find all the different leaders that we've um i guess gathered or found in the last couple of years and this year we're uh this in two weeks june 9th we're actually doing a full moon in sagittarius event where we're Fun. actually going to have a sound bath and kind of we wanted to bring more of that also that not just spiritual but that community but also that meditative space where we're right. finding ourselves in more of a like-minded spiritual aspect where we're bringing back spirit in the tech right a lot of times we're told fix a problem in tech and sometimes the tech doesn't really help it it's the people that help right. it and so by that's why there's so many great tech that brings people together right, right, right. so what we wanted is bring people who are actually very spiritual who wanted to be in tech and I think there's too many conversations where people say tech and spirit can't be together. Yeah. So that's why now we're actively trying to throw events so that we can bring heart-minded or like-hearted people. And we do have a meetup group too. So we can gather actually now more feedback from the community so they can add, tell us what they're looking for and what they consider heart-centered in the technology. And where can we find your meetup group? Uh, meetup.com and search for heart-centered Tech. Sweet. And then and then you guys parlayed into having a virtual reality startup. So when did that start? And and you're running both at the same time now. But Heart Center Tech is really like a mission. It's, it's a passion project. Yeah. It's like what we we spend our 
spare time meeting people that believe in what we're doing. Right. But we all know that even in startups, you kind of have to have your daytime job where you're still kind of doing business and getting funding that way. Totally. And one thing we didn't address before we get into like how you guys started the startup is what are your backgrounds professionally? My background is I was a graduated computer science back at USC and I've been running mostly um, tech manager in different companies. And I finally got a job at Disney running, uh, working with games team and I was a game producer there. So I worked there for about six years, worked with different um, stories from the movies to Pixar to Disney Channel. And that's where I got more of my creative side of behind the tech. And that was where, that was the whole reinvention of stories and game ideas. And then when we came out, we worked, uh, that's when I met Jude. Wait, now why, why go from stable (laughs) Disney six years to start up. <laughs> it's a yeah <laughs> question. It's, <laughs> it's a it's a all question I, I get like all the time. Six years, yeah. Disney <laughs> game producer startup. Oh, like <laughs> yeah, the mouse got evil. Yeah, let's talk about let's, evil mouse. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's more about I think what a lot of companies go through is there's a level where the corporation takes over and the people disappear as talent. Right, right. So what I was noticing is there was a huge. Um, kind of theme or panels going on where now the company was becoming more of IP license holders where they were going to be account managers and then they basically let go of their talent, the people that were inventing new stories, new ideas. I actually pitched grits like two, three stories for Disney for games and we went all the way to almost a green line where they're going to fund it and then they decided to only do what they already know. So right. the princess stories or the Marvel stories and Star Wars, and they weren't about innovating. And that to me as a creator was really frustrating. So in a way I could have the stability and be um, someone that's always going to work for somebody else. Or as a creative, I could choose to put my effort into building my own stories. And I think um, right now in America, even in the global space there's a lot of stories that aren't being told that are true that are about great people that are about people doing a difference and that's kind of where like heart center tech came out of it's like i want to know the people that were actually in my community that were making a difference not just it's easy to be holed up in a castle and think the world is great and then i'm getting paid pretty well but then i spend all my time volunteering right to do something good for the community that i but i live still in a castle right 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 I mean, there's nothing wrong with a castle. <laughs> Jude, what's your background? Well, I'll keep it brief, but I, my education is in architecture. Mm-hmm. I did a lot of like hand drafting way, way back. And technology came along with CAD, and I did not like CAD at all. I was an artist. I could draw. And so it, I, I ended up like not doing architecture and deciding to change my life and I took a sabbatical in Sedona, Arizona and studied indigenous ruins. I studied passive solar. The caves are warm in the wintertime, believe it or not, (laughs) with the low sun. Um, And I ended up moving to Sedona, loving it there. And actually, by accident, came across um, fiber optic cable for a Desert Storm military auction. Bought about four miles of it and ran from my home there, which I ended up buying, to... Um, a 40-foot satellite dish and opened up a television station in northern Arizona. Insane. Channel 18 uh, called Sedona Now. It's still around. Um, I ended up selling my shares to come here um, only because, you know, YouTube had started. People were buying consumer cameras. 
um, you know, we used to charge a lot of money to do a TV commercial, and but now people can do it on their own, you right. know. And what is this Facebook and why are people posting social? And our customers started to post their own social media and our sales started going down. And I kind of saw, here I go again, technology's catching up with me again. And I realized I got to get out of the desert and like get to where something, where this new tech is happening. Right. So then what year did you guys become interested in virtual reality? That was last year, 2016. It was the beginning of virtual reality. It hadn't come out of the market yet. Vision Summit was having, that was Unity um, and The Vive and a couple of VR companies that were getting together to throw a summit to tell people about this um, VR and just the equipment itself. So we got a set of the equipment and then we started to play with it and we just couldn't believe just this to us was the future. And now what does Hyperator do? Hyperator VR Innovation Labs, um, we're focusing on bringing mind, body, spirit, utilizing a 3D environment that you can fully be immersed in. You know, it's new technology, so if you haven't experienced it, it's going to be a little hard to imagine. But I'm sure people out there have seen this, like, scuba gear that they put on their head. Okay. And this kind of headset is is tethered or it could be wireless and it attaches to a computer with a graphics card. Okay. And literally puts you in the video game. Puts Got it. you in the game. And now you're building these games. Secondly, you can walk around and move in full room scale within Amazing. the game. Okay. So we are programming and building these and we don't call them games. We call them experiences. Makes sense. And while you're in this 3D environment, um, there's many different experiences that are on the market right now. We've chose to focus on things that will enhance your mind, body, and spirit. Right. Um, because we chose and made a vi- and literally, I believe it's a vow mm-hmm. not to do first-person shooters. Any violent games. Or any violent blood I've never been much of a virtual reality person. And when I was in Iceland, I met with the founder of a company called Flow. And Flow is about a virtual reality meditation. So I put on my virtual reality gear and then I literally was in the most beautiful angelic atmosphere in Iceland, listening to the most beautiful music, meditating like on a cliff. However, I was inside a living room. You know, it was like it was incredible and it showed me the power that virtual reality has to really create a positive impact in your life when you allow it in. We decided not to contribute to that gaming mentality of what's out there. Now in doing so, we chose to let go of a lot of money. And to stock hyperator, uh it's h y p r a t o r.com. I think it's a really cool name. How did you come up with hyperator mean? How did you come up with it? It's all about fast forwarding through being applicable right away. Right. So incubator is all about incubating ideas. Accelerating is about giving you money to do the ideas. For us, it's like hyperated. Bring the community together. Bring the people that are going to make it happen. Don't wait for money because mm-hmm. the people are going to want what they want. And right. so we're all about hyperating concepts and ideas. Do it quickly, but use a community. And for me, when we had developed games, I always made sure people were playing our games. So. Right. Second Saturday is a place where we also share our games. That's pretty cool. And we hyperate our ideas, hyperate the concepts so that it gets done. It gets made. Let's actually talk about one of my questions I have is what, what resources in Los Angeles do you recommend? And you brought up Expert Dojo. Can you tell us a little bit about Expert Dojo? 
Yeah, Expert Dojo is a great co-work space. Um, actually, um, Brian McMahon was one of our leaders that Howard chose because Brian McMahon started Paid for Labs, which was Howard, your first recipient, Howard, of, first of recipient of Heart Center, Center Tech. Tech. Yes, okay. Who he gave the award to Brian McMahon, and Brian McMahon at the time was doing Paid for Labs events, and eventually he he upgraded to a co-work space. So right now you get a great experience where anyone who knows nothing about startups who wants to learn about anything about startup. Expert Dojo is a great place to come there and meet um, people who are in the startup space. And it's in Santa Monica at the Santa Monica Place Mall. Yeah. I mean, it's about mentorship. I mean, Brian's attitude was that, you know, 99% of startups fail. It's not easy. Mentorship is a big deal. And so every time a Heart Center tech leader happened, we learned something. And then at Expert Dojo, you do the Saturday events Mm -hmm. from four to eight, you said, Mm -hmm. where it's a virtual virtual reality experience. And um, you're based in Santa Monica as well. Yes. And what's one startup that you've come across lately, um, an L.A. startup that's really impressed you or a talented or an L.A. tech talent? WeVR is one of our startups. And what is WeVR? They're out of Venice. They did a virtual reality piece called The Blue. It's a beautiful underwater piece where you're in a shipwreck surrounded underwater and you are within inches of a gigantic whale. And it's very lifelike. Um, and it's about 10 minute piece, I'd say five minute piece, five minutes, five minutes. Yeah, but they got a couple of different ones. Um, yeah. yeah. And, uh, beautiful work that they've done and it, they won Sundance two years ago and now their piece is in the natural history museum. So cool. That's mm-hmm. a, and, and how do you, is it W E V R.com? Do you think? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. Sweet. Yep. And the name of the, uh, the experience is the blue BLU. There's no E. Awesome. And if you guys had one ask of the community, something that they could do to support you and your success, we have thousands of people listening right now. What would that ask be? Download our game, Star Kingdom. <laughs> yeah, about that's that. fine. Yeah. Go for it. Yeah. What is Star Kingdom? Star Kingdom is um, kind of our push for spirituality and teaching people about astrology. We actually break down astrology to its fundamental basics. We don't talk about just a sun sign. I think a lot of people get confused that the sun sign, which is that sign that you say is Virgo, is for 30 days, everybody's a Virgo. And what we tell people is, no, actually, there are 10 planets out there that actually tell you about who you are, not just one planet, the sun sign. So we break that down into a 3D experience where you go and look around and find your planets and learn about each of them. And that was our focus is I wanted, we wanted to teach you more about who you are as a person. Education, virtual reality, it teaches astrology. Awesome. We were asked to be in the California Science Center next year with the new wing of the Endeavor, which is going to be how we stay in business by leasing out (laughs) our game. (laughs) How can people stay in touch with you? Jude at hyperator.com or Charlie Charlie at hyperator.com. Sweet. Thank you for being on the We Are Tech podcast. And thank you for including me as one of your heart-centered leaders. And uh, thank you for everything. Jude's like super supportive. Uh, Always sending me cheerleader things. He's been like at my book club stuff. He's an experience club member. He like back in the day, he's like, you know, you should really have a calendar of everything going on. So yeah, Jude's been like really amazing in, uh, in being supportive of the community. And I'm so glad that he introduced us. That was years ago now, right? Yeah. 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 Three years ago. Three years. Mm -hmm. And we're thrilled to be your neighbor at the beach house. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. The beach house is cool. We'll be having Simon from the beach house on the podcast, the new co-working space in Santa Monica. 
So I will talk to you guys, hear you guys, see you guys in the next episode. Remember to stay connected with more extraordinary people in the LA Tech community. Go to wearelatech.com slash VIP. That's wearelatech.com slash VIP. Bye. Thank you. Thank you very much. (laughs) When I was a little girl playing in my father's office, I dreamed of learning how to code. But my dad wasn't a coder. He was a businessman. And I never got to learn how. And it's been something that I've been curious about my whole life. And now, like, this whole world is startup and tech crazy. And I just want to know how to code, too. Hack Reactor makes coding professionally go from being a dream and something that you just desire to have to really being a legitimate programmer. You could get a job straight away after. Even if you've been curious and you want to improve your skills and you're working in the marketing department and you happen to have to learn how to do HTML and you want to take your steps that much further, you got to check out Hack Reactor. Hack Reactor is the trusted environment, academic level education to go to to become the best programmer that you could possibly be. Not only will you get the education, but you'll get the support from them to make sure that you're not alone in the journey. HackReactor.com. We Are LA Tech, hosted by Esprit Devora, has been a wearetech.fm production. Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes.